Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 35 of Bars to the Bar. This is your host, Hannah, and it's been about a month and a half since my last episode. So on this episode, I'm going to jump in and let everyone know what I've been up to the past month and a half, um, break down the finals week. I'm in the middle of finals right now. I had two um, the past two days. I had one today. My IP final yesterday was con law. Um, talk about what I've been up to and really just jump into um, break and everything. So let's get started. So like I said, it's been over a month since my last podcast. And it's not that I haven't exactly had things that I want to talk about. Um, on my notes app, there's been a ton of stuff that I've thought about talking about. But I've been struggling just in general as a whole with just motivation. And I think a really interesting perspective that I saw on Instagram was it's really not about motivation when you're in law school. It's more about discipline. And when you're lacking motivation, the discipline is what's going to push you forward and propel you forward and get let that you keep going on and finding that discipline to study as opposed to motivating yourself or getting motivation, other things. And I've really been struggling with motivating myself to study for these finals. I'm in the middle of finals, like I said, and normally when I'm in finals, I'm super stressed out and I'm super agitated and I'm really anxious all the time. And I'm really nervous. And I don't know what exactly is the pinpoint of the issue, but I think it has to do with that motivation piece. Um, and just, I've been really, really busy the past couple of weeks, um, just trying to balance everything going on. So as I've talked about previously, I'm taking the NBA agent exam this upcoming year. And the reason I decided to take the exam this year, as opposed to waiting until after I'm licensed and after I take the bar, after I get a job, is because of Elon's um, two and a half year program. I'll be graduating next December in one year, which is absolutely insane to begin with. But I'm taking the exam this year in the chance that I don't pass, I will be able to take the exam not next year because I'll have the bar but the following year. So obviously I'm really, really hoping to pass um, that exam and to prepare for the NBA exam. If you don't know, the NBA and the NFL offer exams for agents and the only, only the agents that pass the NBA, the NBPA, NFL, LA exams are able to be licensed agents and able to represent athletes in the prospective drafts. So in order to represent an NBA client down the road, hopefully in the near future, um, you need to be certified by the NBPA. You need to pass the exam and you need to get an 80% on the 50 multiple choice exam. So I've been studying for that. I'm taking a prep course with Agent Dominique. The prep course has been awesome. Um, it's just been a lot. It really has been a lot of material, a lot of information and getting myself back to motivation, getting myself to be motivated on a Tuesday evening for the actual class itself. And then also for all the additional reading of the collective, collective bargaining agreement. It's just been a lot. It's been a lot. That's really all I can sum it up and say. Classes, classes, all my finals are 100% cumulative. So I've just been prepping for that. And then on top of everything with school, 
I've been training for this half marathon. So I ran the half marathon. I had a personal record, which I'm really, really happy about. I really, really, really wanted to break two hours. I didn't break two hours, but I beat my last time by six minutes. So it's another just goal um, I have moving forward. I don't know if I said this in the last episode, but I was elected sports and entertainment law society president. So that was one of my goals for this year. And I think it's really important to break down goals if you don't, Obviously, you want to achieve those goals, those mini goals throughout the year. But even if you don't have new goals and have goals consistency, consistently um, adapting and changing based on what's going on in life. So my main focus and goal, obviously, is to do really well in my finals this trimester and then looking forward um, to really get as prepared as I possibly can be so I can pass the NBA Asian exam and have that under my belt. I also am trying to figure out what I'm doing this summer. I'm really, really hoping that the opportunity that I think I'll be able to do works out. I'll have more information after Christmas when I finally um, meet again with um, the PC alum who hopefully is going to offer me an internship. And then I can officially announce that I will be conducting my residency at the Athletic Compliance Office at High Point. I am ecstatic. It's the only residency that I wanted. And I'm really excited to jump in and work again with collegiate athletics and to learn more about name, image, and likeness and what NCAA compliance looks like. Who knows? Um, I'm going to love it if I'm going to want to be in that field, but just a lot going on. So another thing that I've also been struggling with too, which I don't know if it's the weather or who the heck knows. But I think just an overall theme has just been finding my voice as pathetic and cliche as that sounds, but a very unlikely place, I started to regain my voice and self-confidence. So I didn't tell a lot of people about this, but last week, the day after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, I competed in a local Miss New Jersey pageant, which is a direct affiliate of the Miss America organization. So just a little background on this very unlikely thing for me to do. Um, For those of you who know my father, you know he's a little crazy and has these crazy ideas. But growing up, I always used to go to Miss America when it was hosted in AC. It was hosted in AC for like over 20 years. And I really, really enjoyed um, going to Miss America and looking up to these pageant queens. But I knew realistically that I was never going to be a pageant girl. It just wasn't something that, I mean, my mom used to always say that I'm an elephant um, in, a, in a China closet, in a, I think it's a China closet, China room, bull, oh my God, bull in a China shop. That's what it is. I'm not very elegant. I'm not very coordinated. Um, I barely walk in heels. I barely wear jewelry. I only wear makeup when I go out. I don't even brush my hair sometimes. So I love sports. I love playing sports. I love watching sports. So a lot of the things that are my interests now, I don't think line up to what a quote unquote typical pageant queen would enjoy. Um, but nonetheless, I my father convinced me to do this pageant. So the pageant works out. I'd be home, um, Miss North Jersey, Miss Ramapo Valley. And I honestly could not believe how much I enjoyed the overall experience. I really had low expectations. I'll be honest. I didn't feel like I would belong at all. 
And I think part of what made me or what changed for me throughout the day was the focus on the social impact and the interview portion of it. So for those of you who are not familiar with pageant structure for the Miss New Jersey um, pageants, your base 35% talent, which I'll get into. And that's kind of was the downfall of my pageant experience, 35% um, an interview, and then 15% evening gown and 15% on stage question slash social impact pitch. So my favorite part of the day was for sure the private interview. And prior to the pageant itself, you have to fill out a social impact essay. And my social impact essay was surprising. Women in sports and why I'm so involved in sports and why I'm so passionate about this field and what I see for the future. So my interview could not have gone any better. It was my favorite part of the day. It was awesome to be put on the spot like that. And I have law school to thank for all the cold calls for having me think on my feet consistently and not be afraid to answer the hard questions. One of the questions they even asked me about was the Texas abortion law. And being a law student, I definitely expected to be asked that question. But the question that I was asked first and then was later asked again on stage was, why are male sports so dominated in the media? And for me, that was kind of a softball because I love talking, obviously, about women in sports and women in sports media. I was able to throw in um, just sports in general, how the Olympics were so centered on men and male spectators and how women have only recently, and in some countries, women can't even go to sporting events. So overall, it was a good experience. Um, One thing I will say, which I know you're not supposed to live life with regrets, but the one thing that I decided to do, which if I can go back in time, if I can turn back time, like my girl Cher says, I decided to sing a Bruce Springsteen song. I thought that it would be kind of fun and cute to do something different, but that was the Achilles heel. I definitely should have sang something musical theater, or I should have sang a song that I've been jokingly saying I'm going to do at the Miss America pageant, which is one of what a wonderful world. Um, I didn't place, which I was (laughs) ridiculously disappointed about given the competitive person that I am. I did want to walk away with something, but um, funny enough, my parents did have this really funny sign that they won. And it says about life bringing you in unexpected ways, but love always brings you home. And I just absolutely love that. I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving with their families. Um, I've talked about a million times how important being home is for me, being my family is, and just having, um, seeing my friends, I got to celebrate my cousin's 21st birthday, go out with my mom, go out with Maria, go out with her mom. It was a really really awesome time being home as it always is. I'm so fortunate to live in a place that I love so much that my friends live in, that my family lives in. Um, Just really, really fortunate. And obviously this can't be overstated enough, but just how thankful I am to be in the position that I am right now to be um, and to have all the opportunities that I do. I'm a really, really lucky girl and I'm just hoping to continue on these opportunities and take advantage of everything that I've been given um, so far. So kind of jumping back into law school a little bit, I have two more finals to go, professional responsibility and um, evidence. So the past two, I think have been okay. Like I said at the beginning, I haven't been as stressed out. Obviously we'll see what the end result is. 
as I normally am. Normally during finals week, I'm just a constant ball of stress. Today has been a little better. I've been trying to run two every day, little increments, because after the half marathon, I took 10 days off and I tried to run on Sunday and I couldn't even make it a mile, but I've been doing two miles, two, three miles, three miles um, at a pretty decent pace. I'm happy with that. Eventually I do want to run a marathon. I want to run the New York marathon, but I can't decide if I want to run it next year or run it when I'm actually, hopefully God willing home working in the city. So just something to think about long-term. I think that an issue that I have that comes up all the time, but I constantly just want to make plans for the future and think ahead for the future. And I think it's one of my biggest downfalls because while I'm thinking ahead and excited ahead, I need to remind myself to live in the moment and focus on what's happening right now. So just something I need to continue to work on. Another thing that kind of struck me today, um, which sounds a little ridiculous, but just the fact that I'm turning 24 is terrifying to me because in my mind, I know it's not that far away. In my mind, your life is over at 25. I don't know why I think this. I think it boils down to me like not thinking I'm as old as I actually am. Anytime someone asks me how old I am, I say 21, like without thinking. I, I haven't been 21 for two years now, almost three but that's just my go-to answer. I guess when you're 21, people are always like, oh my gosh, I don't know, just always answering that. But I'm going to be 24. And I think something that I'm definitely, this sounds ridiculous, but just struggle with is just accepting that I'm an adult. Everyone around me is an adult. And it's just really hard sometimes. I know that it's the truth and I live on my own. I'm in law school. I'm going to graduate. I'm going to be a lawyer in a year. My friends all have full-time jobs. Most of my majority of my friends moved out, live on their own, um, either with roommates or by themselves. But everyone around you just being an adult is just a scary thing. And I was talking to my cousin who's a little older, who has kids now. He, and he was saying how, as is true for a lot of people, wasn't true for me. But when you're younger, when you're a teenager, like, all you want to do is grow up and you just can't wait to grow up and be older. And you can't wait to be 21. You can't wait to get a job and you can't wait to get married and you can't wait to do this and get engaged and do that. And it's so easy to just see everything around you and feel all this pressure that necessarily nobody is putting on you, the pressure you're putting on yourself. And you're always your own worst critic. And I think that was something that was amplified too on the pageant, like, especially with the teen girls, that it was the pageant I competed in was for misses, which is people my age and um, for the teens and the teens, especially when you're that age, when you're a teenager, you're putting so much pressure on yourself. Sometimes you don't have the, I don't think anyone has incredible body image, no matter what you look like, no matter who you are, but you have all these body image issues. When you're a hundred pounds, you think you're fat, um, but you're putting all this pressure on yourself. And I think like, just going back to my point, like being an adult in our society and with social media, there's so much pressure to be perfect and to do things at a certain time. And I definitely feel that way all the time when I'm looking at this imaginary timeline in my head of where I think I should be and where I want to be and what, what is realistic. And there's only so many things in life that you can control. And life's all about like what, learning to control what you can't control and not having a reaction 
or an incredible reaction to things that, that you can't control. And I think life is all about, and that's what being an adult is. And that's what maturing is, is learning um, how to accept that. But like I was saying with my cousin, he was just kept saying how being an adult is so not fun. And when you're growing up, you just glamorize, oh, I'm going to do this. You know, I'm going to do that. And yeah, it's great. I'm sure that there's all these incredible moments that are really great. But just reminding back to living in the moment, like this is as young as you're going to be. Like I said in Rome, like you ain't ever going to be as young as you are right now. And that's a fact. And every day you're getting older. Your parents are getting older. And I think it's so, so, so important as hard as it is. And something I've been working on is just saying how I feel when I feel it and not letting things bottle up. And if something's bothering me, addressing it and not letting it become a bigger issue. And life is too short to hang hang around with people that aren't bringing out the best in you and hanging out with people that you don't want to be friends with. And I think part of being an adult too, is figuring out like, who are your friends? Who is going to put the time and effort when you're not living in the same town, when you're not going to see each other that often? Like that's what growing up is, is realizing not only who you are, but who's in your corner and who's going to support you. And I think that the greatest thing about having so many people that I, I would say are in my corner is that since I'm geographically here, when I need the support from my family and friends, they're only a phone call, text, FaceTime away. When I get really stressed out and I'm struggling here, my first reaction is to go to my outside circle, my outside support system. And I feel better talking to other people and just talking to other people always makes me feel better. And especially sometimes for me, at least talking to people who can't exactly relate and something I've also been trying to work on in general is just being more positive I know it's really hard not to complain, especially when it feels like in law school, there is so many things to complain about and to say, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. But just trying to be more positive overall, um, just trying to, I'm trying really hard to just be a healthier person. And I think that not only physically, but also just mentally. And part of that in my mind of being this healthier person is just getting rid of the negative thoughts, the negative energy. Um, so that's, and then that's really hard to do that. <laughs> like when you're just so used to just complaining because it's so easy to do, but it's been something that I definitely need to continue to work on. Um, I complain so much. I was talking to someone the other day and the response I got was what now, Hannah? And it really struck me because not because of who the person was, it really struck me that much, but just that response in general. You never want to be that person that's always complaining and miserable because that person isn't fun to to be around. So a lot of things to think about, a lot of things to look forward to going forward. Um, Yeah, I'm sorry for not, for those who do listen, I'm sorry for not posting more regularly I've just been kind of all over the place, um, really here, there, but I'm really excited to almost be done with these next two finals. I'm going to take tonight off. It's only six o'clock, not even, it's 540. Um, I'm going to take the rest of the night off, watch the Friars. Um, they looked great when I saw them with my family at the Legend Classic. Um, Tuesday, not so much, but Virginia UVA is a great team. They really showed out. So I'm going to watch the Providence 
Texas Tech game tonight. I'm going to hopefully wake up early tomorrow and start studying for PR and then take the PR exam on Friday and then take the whole weekend to get ready for this evidence exam on Monday. And then I'm sure Monday we'll have a little celebration as we always do post Monday last final. And then Tuesday, I'm going to Asheville with my law school friends. I'm really excited for that. We always have a blast. As much as I used to complain about comparing my friends here to my friends in law school, I just kind of want to go back to that in the Thanksgiving mood of just how thankful I am to be around people that I really genuinely enjoy hanging out with and I think bring out um, the good in me. <laughs> um, and I'm just really, really, I'm really content with where I am right now. Obviously, I have no idea how I did on my two finals, but hoping that when I, if I do listen to this again, I will be happy with how I did on my finals with the result. But just overall, a really feeling of really feeling thankful feeling content. I would feel a lot better if I knew what I was doing this summer, but there's always got to be something hanging over. And thanks for listening to this episode. If you're taking finals, best of luck. If you're at your job and you have a big project coming up, or you're just looking for motivation to get through the holidays and get through work. Another thing I think is kind of funny too, which I didn't even think about because I've just been in such a school mindset my literal entire life is that there's no such thing anymore as breaks. There's like vacation, you have vacation days when you work, but there's not going to be a point where you're just off from doing things. So I think just really taking advantage of this last time in my life where I'm going to have breaks, I think is something to just consider. And I think that our society in general, and especially our generation, um, really knows the importance of taking breaks and taking short breaks throughout the day. So just something to keep in mind as obviously a transition from being in school my whole life to eventually being um, having a big girl job and being in the real world. But that's not until another year from now. Thank God. Um, I decided I'm definitely going to take the New York bar. So that's something super excited about. And a lot of people ask me why I'm even taking the bar or why I'm even in law school if I want to be a sports agent. And I'll just go back to, because this is that something that's been on my mind too. It's just why the heck am I here? So I'll end on, I'll end on this little tidbit from as early as I can remember. I don't even know, maybe like five or six, when like someone asks you what you want to be when you grow up, my answer has always just been a lawyer. I don't even think I knew what a lawyer was when I was that age, but I knew that that's what I wanted to do. And since I was a little girl, that mindset has just been, okay, I'm going to go to law school. Like when I found out what law school was, I was like, okay, you go to high school, you go to college, and then you go to law school. And that's always just been the plan. And I'm lucky enough to have followed that plan straight through. And obviously here we are, but I'm in law school now because yes, I want to be a sports agent, but I also want to be a lawyer. And eventually I do want to practice law right now. I just want to be a sports agent, be settled with that, and then use my law degree down the road for who knows what. But I think a lot of people are like, okay, but like mostly it's flip-flop or people who are sports agents, um, first like practice law, But I mean, you don't have to be a lawyer to be a sports agent. There's a lot of just misconceptions there. A lot of people 
um, asking me why I'm doing what I'm doing, which I don't even know why people care. But in case you were wondering, there you go. I will be taking the bar. I will be studying to pass the bar, um, the New York bar. I'm not just taking it to take it. Like I'm taking it to get my license, to get licensed in New York. Um, and then, I mean, when you're a sports agent too, like if you're, I'm look at Kim Miele, she is the general counsel for Rock Nation as well. If she was just a sports agent, she wouldn't be able to have that opportunity. So I think the law degree in sports law in general just opens up a million more doors than it would um, if you were doing something else or didn't have that law degree. So on that note, here I am in finals, um, two more, two more finals left to go. And thanks for listening to Bars to the Bar.